Hi, I'm Eric Voss, and Thor Love and Thunder is the official name of Thor 4, revealed recently at Comic-Con's Marvel Studios panel with Natalie Portman returning as Jane Foster in what director Taika Waititi announced would be an adaptation of Jason Aaron's The Mighty Thor comics in which Foster wields Mjolnir as Thor herself. So what does this mean for the story of this next Thor film? And why did Marvel steal the name Love and Thunder from what I call my nightly routine of ice cream and farts? I'm gonna explain everything new we learned about this film and what goes down in the Marvel comics, what TT mentioned, and spoiler warning in case you don't want to know what happens in the recent... We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg, and uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Bros. Thor comics, or if you don't want to accidentally accurate a prediction for Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, so the Jason Aaron comic arc that Watiti cited began in the 2014 original Sin storyline. That's where Nick Fury whispered something in Thor's ear that caused him to become unworthy to wield Mjolnir, drop the hammer, and lose his power as a god of thunder. What secret words did Nick Fury utter? Last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. No, no, it was Gore was right. He was referring to Gore the God Butcher, the killer from the God of Thunder run who wanted to rid the universe of all deities, considering all of them to be false gods, phonies, liars. Mjolnir was picked back up by an unidentified woman who became the goddess of thunder, kicking all kinds of ass, including ass of Thor, who, unable to reclaim the hammer, relinquished the name of Thor and began to call himself Odinson. And later, it is revealed that this new Mjolnir possessor and female Thor is Jane. Foster, who in this run is in the middle of treatment for breast cancer, and picked up Mjolnir in order to defend Asgard. And when she powers up with Mjolnir, it gives her god-level strength and power, but it also purges all the toxins from her body, including the radiation from her chemotherapy. So essentially, each time she transforms, it resets her cancer treatment. In her Mighty Thor storyline, Jane fights Malekith and the Roxxon Corporation, eventually dies in battle against the Mangog, but in doing so saves Asgardian, so Odin resurrects her in gratitude, but then she just returns to her normal life as it was when she had cancer. But thanks for nothing, Odin. Currently in the comics, Jane Foster is a Valkyrie, and she regained her powers to fight Malekith in the big War of the Realms crossover event that just finished up. This is all some really, really great storytelling from the Thor comics with Jane Foster, and it is the kind of storyline we might be able to look forward to in Thor Love and Thunder. Watiti said that the most powerful thing in the universe is love. Perhaps his transfer of power will be less about Thor being knocked down to a defeated state, since, you know, we already saw him like that in Ragnarok and Infinity War and Endgame, and it could be a transfer that Thor voluntarily offers, maybe as a way to save Jane. Personally, I'd be a little bummed if this would mean this is the last we're seeing of Chris Hemsworth Thor, since there seems to be so much creative potential remaining, especially with his relationships with characters like Bruce Banner, Valkyrie, Captain Marvel, the Guardians of the Galaxy. So even if Jane Foster powers up, hopefully it will be in a way that keeps Odinson in the picture, because I'm just not ready to say goodbye to that guy too. Now, I will say it's interesting that the prop hammer that they gave Natalie Portman to wield on the Comic-Con Hall H stage was Mjolnir, not Stormbreaker. 
Like sure, in the Mighty Thor comics, Mjolnir is the weapon that gets exchanged, but currently in the MCU, Mjolnir was destroyed in Ragnarok, and the Mjolnir that Thor took from Asgard in 2013 in the Time Heist was returned by Cap at the end of Endgame. So if Jane Foster becomes the goddess of thunder and Thor love and thunder, it probably wouldn't be Mjolnir that she bears, it would be Stormbreaker. And maybe they just had her lift Mjolnir in the Hall H stage because that's a prop that they had on hand, and it's the more recognizable, iconic Thor weapon. Unless some greater cosmic trickery is afoot. Like, consider that now that Avengers Endgame has split up the MCU into a multiverse of branch timelines, it is possible for Love and Thunder to take place in an alternate timeline created in the Time Heist. Like when Thor stole the 2013 Mjolnir in Endgame, leaving that Thor without Mjolnir until Cap returned it and put it back. Also worth pointing out that in that return trip, Cap also presumably had to awkwardly reinsert the Reality Stone Angry Sludge into Jane Foster while she was resting. Like, I could definitely imagine Taika Waititi thinking about this and saying, like, what the f***? Like, how did that conversation go? Hey, I'm Steve Rogers from the future. A raccoon sucked this red crap out of you, and I'm gonna have to shove it back in. Um, no. I've been meaning to thank that raccoon, actually. I feel a lot better. But, uh, if it doesn't go back in you, the universe will be broken. What? How does that make sense? Uh, timelines? There's a bald wizard lady who said all the stones have to go back to where we took them from. Stone? This is a sludge. Yeah, this one's weird. So you have to return the stones and also Thor's old hammer? Yeah, the hammer is part of it, I guess. I just don't get how magical toys being displaced is so crucial, but altered memories and new experiences like fighting your future self or having valuable resizing technology stolen from your lab on the day you met a mysterious stranger whom your son will gradually age to look like, those events have no ripple effect on someone's life, even though everything we've learned in these adventures tell us that it's not about the tech or the magical objects that you hold, it's about the person who Who's holding it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, does this rag smell like chloroform to you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, back in you go, angry reality stone sludge. Oh crap, I think I gave her cancer. Yeah, okay, this has been a very long way of saying there is potentially a very interesting alternate series of events that we don't know about. An altered Thor the Dark World storyline that could change Jane Foster's life in a very different direction. A direction that could set things up for her to wield Mjolnir as the mighty Thor goddess of thunder in Thor Love and Thunder. Or, you know, maybe she just gets a new Mjolnir, whatever. Or they just had a Mjolnir prop in Hall H and she'll be wielding Stormbreaker in Love and Thunder and I'm overthinking this. Comment down below with your thoughts and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at EAVoss and subscribe to New Rockstars for more breakdowns of everything Marvel and Comic-Con related. Thank you for joining me and oh, I loved me a lot of ice cream earlier. Now the thunder is rumbling.